I don't know why they call him chasers. It's not like Cubs can run real fast. Double vodka with hot brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it. Make it. I can't say that. That's dirty. Chasers will do anything to get into your pants. I love them. And then I did tell everybody about the party, and they're all going, oh, hello! Uh, welcome to Chubb's Gone Wild, episode 522, recorded on December 11th, 2023, where it's 58 degrees and sunny outside the Chubb's Gone Wild remote studios. It's freezing. I know, right? Last night I was actually like really cold. I was like, I know I have my fan on for noise, but um, maybe I'm going to point it a different direction. Yeah, well, I I have mine in a different direction, and it's still cold. But like uh, this morning when I got up inside the house, it was uh, 57 degrees, which is cold, yeah. and uh, and it's it's because the you know we've got high humidity and it's you know. 57 degrees in the house. So it feels very cold. I turned on the heat, went to the gym, came back from the gym and it had dropped five degrees um, in the house from where I had heated it up to. Wow. That's so crazy. it's just like, it's just cold, cold, man. It's cold. Yes, it is. And uh, 58 is cold for California. I know that some of our listeners are like, Oh, please. I'm sitting in 11 below and I'm wearing shorts. Well, for California, 34 is cold. Yeah. It's uh, the fifth day of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Also, uh, it is 10 days until winter solstice, 14 days till Christmas, 15 until Kwanzaa, 21 until New Year's Day, and 325 days until Halloween. <sighs> it's just coming. So, so are we going to record on Christmas Day? Um, if you're a, well, I, possibly. I'll be alone, so it doesn't matter. Okay, well then we'll record. Yeah, Sean will be at work making triple time, so. Aww. Uh-huh. That's why we love him. Now bring home the money, honey. All right, uh, Patreon offers folks a way to support creators and receive rewards not open to the general public, like special podcasts, videos, books, and more. And we want to thank our current patrons, Clint, Nephi, Nick, DJ Sausage from the Universe, Eric, Sean, Kingsley, Brother Sinatus, Phoenix Dave, and Moose P. Please visit patreon.com slash Matt Burlingame to find out how you can become a supporter of our work for as little as a dollar a month. And by the way, I, I will say this so that it is recorded so that you cannot say that I've never said it before because I say it every year, you're always welcome to come over and join us for the day. There you go. Wait, are you saying that to me or our listeners? You. Well, no, okay. it's not quite big enough for our listeners, but I mean, you know, if I had like a, a big, you know, backyard or something, I'd say, sure, come over, let's party. But in the cold, I know I'd put up a tent. If I had that big of a backyard, I could put up a tent. 
with a couple yeah. space heaters, but no, you're always welcome to come over and hang out. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. Today's affirmation, a deep breath. It's got a goat on it. I don't know why. Wait, that was I, a yawn. Sorry. What's that? I thought I was taking a deep breath, but it ended up just being a yawn. Oh, well, yeah, same thing, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am filled with gratitude for all the blessings I am showered with on a daily basis. You know what? That's one I can actually get behind. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. This day in history. You know, I, think, I think that we don't realize all the the things that are, are good in our lives because everyone wants spectacular instead yes. of just being, I mean, God, you know, when I'm watching some of these shows and some of the news, like the news with the war over in Israel and uh, yeah. uh, Gaza, what's going on over there. And, you know, they're dealing with uh, Wi-Fi and water and food and they're, they can't sleep because of the bombing or they're afraid the Hassad is coming back. It's just, um, and that's just one. I mean, we've got, you know, Ukraine, we got it there and, and, and just. And they've all, been doing it for two years. And all the shit going on. I just, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm very grateful that when I go to bed at night, I'm not hearing gun shells, you know? Yeah. Well, well, until uh, a couple of weeks November. from now, uh, a couple of weeks from now, we will on Christmas, Christmas, uh, I mean, New Year's night, New Year's well, Eve. I wouldn't be surprised on Christmas these days either. Well, just to, I don't know if our people, uh, our listeners will remember, but um, uh, one Christmas or one New Year's, um, we they were firing guns as they always do, and when we got into the hot tub, there was a a bullet in yeah. the hot. Tub. Yeah, it came That's... through the the top and right straight through. It was in the very center of the hot tub, so if we were in it, we most likely wouldn't have gotten hit, mm-hmm. but. It's, you know, it's scary. That's scary. But um, yeah. other than that, we I'm grateful. Very, yeah. very, very. Um, all right. This day in history, in 1936, Edward VIII advocated. After ruling for less than one year, Edward VIII became the first British monarch to voluntarily abdicate the throne. He chose to abdicate after the British government, public, and the Church of England condemned his decision to marry the American divorcee, Wallace Warford Simpson. On the evening of December 11th, he gave a radio address in where, which he explained, I have found it impossible to carry on the heavy burden of responsibility and to discharge the duties of king as I would wish to do without the help and support of the woman I love. Um, On December 12th, the next day, his younger brother, the Duke of York, was proclaimed King George the Fifth, Sixth. King George the Sixth. Yeah, and it's it's weird because a lot of people were like, oh, it's the love story of the ages. He gave up being a king because for the woman he loved don't give the roll of the eyes it was that's really i mean that was a huge thing that's like um i don't know I, I, is it's there's there much that's that's not as huge as that yeah you know, you know i i might actually feel this the same thing if um he 
basically hadn't supported Hitler. So, you know, there's that. Anyway, moving on. Well, let's see if we celebrated any holidays today accidentally. All right. Well, it is Green Monday. Mm, no, no green. You? I'm wearing green. You can see I'm wearing green. I just see lights across your shoulder. Oh, that's nice. See, you celebrated. That's amazing. Uh, it is the holiday food drive for needy animals. Well, uh, my two would tell you that they are needy. So we'll go with that. Well, very needy. Are you kidding? You can't. One one just growls at you the whole time. The other is searching for food on you. It's, uh... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's also International Mountain Day. No, thank you. Uh, how? Hey, what, uh, what do you got against mountains? I mean, think about mountains. It's just international mountains. I'm not going to go to them. Oh my God! You well, if you've got to see before you die. You need to see Switzerland. I I, I hope to, but it's so know. beautiful. Uh, well, the Swiss Alps and the uh, uh, yeah, it's the hay weird. rolling and I'll 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 swing through, spin through a field and sing the hills are alive and stuff. Yeah. And the Nazis will gun you down uh, along with uh, Edward. Honey, uh, you know what? After next election cycle, that could be happening here. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Have a bagel day. No. No. Uh, noodle ring. <laughs> what? Noodle ring. National noodle ring day. What does that what? even mean? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I get maybe noodles are made from rings or something. All right. Uh, National Stretching Day. I already did that. Oh, done. At the gym where I got my uh, two miles in. Oh, <laughs> one of those people. All right. And that's uh, that's pretty much that. So, yay. Uh, one or two we actually took care of. All right. Well, we do have some birthdays coming up, of course, and we want to wish a very special happy birthday today to George Dye, um, Jeanette, and Patricia. Oh, and also that Rodan from Todd is my co-pilot. Happy birthday, Rodan. Ah, Is it Rodan a... uh, um, Yes, he fought Godzilla, I believe. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Just make sure. Uh, let's see. So, um, upcoming birthdays. Happy birthday to Aaron, uh, Elizabeth, Kelly, Tyler. Oh, that, uh, that, uh, oh gosh, I forgot his, what's his moniker? Um, well, Jason, but he is, oh my gosh. Not pickle. Why do I want to say pickle? What is it? Oh, turnip head. I knew it was one of the vegetables. Anyway, Turnip Head. Happy birthday, Turnip Head. Speaking of Turnip Head, you need to watch the uh, uh, British Bake Off. The holiday? Christmas one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Turnip thing is so good. Okay. Uh, I've been watching some of the older ones, but I I don't think I've caught up. And why is it? I I understand they haven't even filmed the the new ones yet. But we always did last year's ones because they still have uh, Matt on there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh. So they're they're from last season uh, because they 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 do theirs like right around. It's like right near Christmas is huh. when they show it. So that's why we don't get it until the next year. 
that would that would make sense. That'd be interesting. You know, I, I I'm okay with Noel now, and I really like the new lady. She was fun. Yeah. But I I still miss I miss Sandy. Sandy and Noel worked well together. Uh, and but I miss I miss Sue and Mel. I just can't Lesbians. help it. It's been years, I know, but I just miss them. Okay. All right. Also, uh, Tracy, Rod, Matthew, Korean Higgins, that famous playwright. And, this is uh, like his birthdays all the time. I know, right? Uh, don't tell him that, though. Uh, and uh, his, um, uh, his cocktails and cream puffs. Oh, Tom has some some light, so he's falling down on his job. That was <clears throat> he's from formerly of cocktails and cream puffs. Oh, wait, isn't that is that four words? That is correct. Okay, indeed. All right, uh, Judson, uh, Christopher, our fabulous listener, Christopher, uh, JJ, Matt, Drew, Drew O'Brien, the uh, famous famous author, and also known as Gooch to. Uh, Auntie Vera Charles. Yes, her her husband. Uh, also, radio personality Melissa Davis. We have uh, the listener Joe Zubia and Kira, Josh, and Tay. Happy birthday, everybody. By the way, did you know that Corey Hart was starting his own podcast? What? I know. We just heard yesterday. It was fabulous. All right. Next up. Nope, that's not what we want. Nope, that's not what we want. This is what we want. Here we go. Uh, feedback. If something is delivered for, oh, sorry, let me premise this correctly. This is from our listener, Sean. Thank you for writing in, Sean. He said, if something is delivered to you, even if it's not addressed to you, it's legal for you to keep it. If no one comes back looking for the package that was misdelivered, it's yours. In which case, I hope it's something cool. Sadly, it is not. Um, it was a uh, a gray a, a, a twin bed gray uh, what do you call it? Not a quilt, but a comforter bed comforter, and it is like the most bland color gray. That's very sad. Very very sad. Anyway, so um, I'm probably going to donate it to the like um, uh, like a, a a homeless shelter or um, a handout place or something because that would be very much needed in this this time of coldness all right um chub hugs everyone uh up for my sorry i'm getting ahead of myself for uh my chub hugs this time i'm giving them to everyone who's facing being dragged into other people's drama not this is for you. This is bullshit. You cannot give yourself a chub hug. I gave myself a big fucking hug, and it felt good. Also to Stacy, whose pup passed away, um, and then also to everyone who's done with their holiday shopping because I wanted to do something real positive. Yay, Tom got a hug. And also, I have a very special chub hug to someone who sent me a very nice box of candy and on the outside shipping label it said uh happy yule <clears throat> but there was no card no name no 
return nothing. So I have no idea who sent this. And um, so if, if whoever sent this would like to let me know who sent it, I would very much appreciate that and like to thank you for it. And um, before you try to claim something that you may not have sent, although I know none of our listeners would ever do that, I did keep the box with the name of the candy company on it. So, yeah. So what, you're going to test people if they try to claim yes. it? Oh, my God. You're horrible. You just accept it. And if nobody comes forward, that's it. We're done. It's it's a lovely gift that you got anonymously from somebody wishing you you. And that is completely acceptable. But if it was the company that left off the name in unintentionally, I would love to know who I should thank for this lovely gift. And it is a very lovely gift, although I'm saving it for Christmas. So, Oh, so... On Christmas uh, Day, when 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 we're all sitting around the house, uh-huh, uh-huh. you'll be bringing out the chocolates. Mm, yes, actually, there'll probably be quite a bit of chocolates. You mean left? Especially since I'm trying not to eat so many chocolates, but these they feel they're you know the whole box feels very heavy, and you know that the heavier chocolates are usually. The, the like the richer and, and better quality they are so, <laughs> so. well I, I i just to as far as holiday well I, I hope you'll be able to eat chocolate this next weekend oh i i am sure you'll, you'll find a way to force yourself uh, well yes i'll just be hungry actually today's monday i'll just fast all week until your your party there yeah okay solves that but you know what it doesn't solve? Norman Lear has left us. The legendary TV producer and philanthropist behind All in the Family, The Jeffersons, One Day at a Time, and other landmark sitcoms died of natural causes on December 5th at age 101. And you know, as I said on Facebook, I believe that this man had a great deal to do with shaping my moral outlook on the world. I think he did it for a lot of people. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, all right. Uh, also, Ryan O'Neill, the Oscar-nominated actor whose tumultuous tumultuous personal life always threatened to overshadow his work in films like the early 19, uh, 1970s hit Love Story and Paper Moon, uh, died December 8th. He was 82. What was your favorite? movie uh what's up doc me too yeah <clears throat> which i didn't even know about until just a couple of years ago god it's uh um it it just shows you that he was a fine comedian as well as a good actor and don't forget you remember he uh he was with uh uh vera fawcett as well yes yeah yeah they were the pretty couple for a long time yeah. well actually um because she was married to um, Lee Majors, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she always had pretty couple. She yes. was always sort of a pretty couple. Oh, and, Lee Majors, yeah. 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 Another, another handsome man. Yeah. Uh, Andrea, Andrea Faye Friedman, who broke ground with her portrayal of Amanda Swanson, 
who had Down syndrome in the 1990s TV drama Life Goes On, died from complications of Alzheimer's disease on December 3rd at age 53. <clears throat> uh, Ralph Sorella, a longtime friend and stylist of Howard Stern, who frequently appeared on his popular radio show, died on December 5th at 58. Uh, and Benjamin Zephenia? Mm -hmm, mm, I'd say, if, yeah, Fenia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a poet and actor died December 7th at age 65. The uh, UK-born poet published his first collection of poetry, uh, Pen Rhythm, in 1980. Denny... Lane, a co-founder of the Moody Blues and Wings, died December 5th at age 79. Anna Chickadee Cardwell, the eldest, the oldest daughter of reality TV star Mama June Shannon, died at age 29. And finally, uh, Ellen Holly, the parent pioneering One Life to Live actress, became the first Black performer to, on a starring role on U.S. daytime television. She died December 6th at 92. A New York native, she performed Broadway productions and took small parts on television shows, but found it difficult to work early on in her career. In 1968, the New York Times published a letter to the editor from Holly titled How Black Do You Need to Be?, which criticized the media, which uh, the, the entertainment industry and audiences for maintaining a narrow view of what black performers should look like. And that is that. Well, you know, it's interesting because uh, you talk to some young people and you say, you know, you're trying to talk about um, how the hardship for black actors to get work. And they go, the girl from uh, the, 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 I heard it said, the maid from Gone with the Wind won in 1939. She mm -hmm. won Best Supporting Actress. And I said, yeah. And for the next 30 years, no one got shit other than that. Yeah. You know I mean, it was. Um, it was it it didn't change anything, and it was sad no. because Hattie McDaniel was. Um, you look at her history, and it's amazing what what she did other than acting. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't until the '60s that that blacks people started getting like starring roles. You know, things like Diane uh, things people like Diane Carroll, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Star Trek, uh, completely Nichelle Nichols. <laughs> Yes. Um, you know, and um, uh, Bill Cosby, you know, still, I mean, he was on, he was starring in I Spy. Yeah. You know, that was huge. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it, uh, it wasn't until later then. So, yeah, this this woman was definitely a pioneer. I mean, to be the first black woman with a starring role on a soap opera. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I remember well, Days of Our Lives wasn't until the 70s. Right. And, you know, uh, you still look at, and uh, what, to your point, we still had, you know, uh, Italian actors playing uh, Native Americans. We had white people playing Asian characters very, very badly and very stereotypically. And our Black actors still just got very little respect, very little screen time, and were just as stereotypical as you can 
so yeah exactly and I, I will tell you that the the actress it went in the photo that they published of her from that time her headshot she did not look quote unquote black so that it very is it, it made her letter even more poignant so yeah all right <clears throat> excuse me search for a golden globes host is still underway chris rock is among those to decline after he was famously slapped at the Oscars by Will Smith. Ali Wong was also approached but declined the gig. Will Arnett, Sean Hayes, and Jason Bateman, who co-star in the podcast Smartless, turned down a joint offer to MC the Globes. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey stated they would not do it again. It's not worth it. A top publicist said, there are a lot of politics, it's not easy, and it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, and you know, the nominations just came out today. Yeah, speaking of the Golden Globes, best performance for by a male actor in the television series, musical or comedy, Bill oh. Hader from Barry, uh, Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Siegel, Shrinking, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, Jamie Allen White, The Bear. Yeah, right. Jamie Allen White is probably going to win, though. Okay. I was going to ask you. Yeah, because The Bear is good. <laughs> and it's yeah, one of those bit. shows, it's a drama, comedy, but they mm -hmm. throw up the comedy category, so... Kind of like uh, Barry, which is not a comedy at all. From what I've heard. It hasn't been since like the third season. Mm -hmm. Well, second season, the third season, it started getting darker and darker and darker. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I just heard somebody talking about the holiday episode of The Bear the other day again. How good it oh, was. Oh, that's a great episode. And Jamie Lee Curtis will be nominated for that episode for an Emmy next year. Deservedly so, I hear. Oh, she was amazing. Uh, best television series drama were are uh, 1923, The Crown, The Diplomat, The Last of Us, The Morning Show, and Succession. What's your prediction? Um, on that one. Let me see. Um, oh, God. Um, it'll probably go to Succession or The Crown because they're both in their final seasons. This is their final season. So I would say that I would go for The Crown myself, but I'll say it's The Last of Us just because it always stumps us that somebody likes the show. Ugh. Yeah. All right. And it had but, but what I thought was interesting was the leader in nominations was um, uh, uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie. Yeah. They both led, you know, and they were the, what was it? Uh, Barbenheimer was what they called it during the summer because they both uh -huh. came out at the same time. Yeah. And they both ended up being huge hits. And now they're both nominated for, uh, um, uh, Barbie got nine nominations. Oppenheimer got eight. Wow. So, uh, and Barbie got nominated three times in the song category. 
Huh. Yeah. Was Dua Lipa one of them? Um, I don't think that's a song. I think that's a performer. Yes. Well, that's what I meant. Well, I don't know because I know that she had a song in there. I'll look it up. Yeah, they they didn't say they didn't say, oh, the Dua Lipa the Dua Lipa song from Barbie. No, they just said from Barbie. Blah 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 from Barbie. I know the Kin song got nominated. Hiya, Kin. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So Tom wants to talk to you about Okay, my week. Okay, my week, first of all. Um, uh, on Wednesday, I'm going to be going to my doctor to discuss getting, um, medication for, um, ED. Now, yeah, with, um, after my, uh, my surgery on my, my balls, um, it just hasn't been the same. So, yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, I thought, I thought once that was gone, that it would be all better because it wasn't great before, but, um, I have learned that you can, yes, come without being hard. Yay. Oh, yeah. on the other show. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, uh, let's see. Otherwise, um, my week of, uh, um, oh, squid games. Now are you watching the, you, you are, you, you're, yeah, you're watching it as well. Yeah. You're done. Okay. I'm not done yet. I still, but I, I just thought that the, I was wondering how they were going to do the bridge, the glass bridge. Yes. And I thought they handled that really well because that was one of my favorite parts in the, 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 the original show. And I was just wondering how they were going to be able to transfer that and make it work. And I thought they did a really good job with that. Yeah. Um, Still, still enjoying it. I, I think I have three episodes left. Oh, oh, and uh, when you're done, there's a half an hour, well, four, 24 minute, um, like making of that would be good for you to watch too. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, on um, True Blood, I'm in season seven, and I think it was episode two. Um, uh, Jason's having a sex dream with Eric. Oh yes! Oh my God! That one. Oh my God! It got steamy. I mean, I got steamy. My glasses steamed up, and and yeah. I, I had to fan myself. I was under a blanket, and I just got so warm. Yeah. Uh, and and then of course, somebody had to wake up during their dream and didn't finish it. You I know. know, right? Anyway, um, uh, SNL had uh, Adam Driver on this week, and the highlight, uh, at least the highlight for me because uh, it was a really good show by the way uh, but the highlight was when adam's playing a chocolatier selling a santa claus a uh, santa claus chocolate uh it's a full santa size not full size santa claus but it's like a probably a 12 inch santa claus with the uh solid chocolate and then it's wrapped uh with the lovely um you know tinfoil so it looks like santa and he goes, well, let me show you what the chocolate looks like. So he unwraps it, and it just looks like a big black cock. Wait, which show is this? Saturday Night Live. Okay. Oh, uh, I thought I saw that, but that's uh, maybe not. Okay. So, so, and 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 huh. and, and the two hosts are like going, um, because Adam's you know trying to sell his his uh, chocolate, and mm. so everything he says just comes out. It's all very sexual, and at one point. Uh, Mikey Day, who's one of the, he's the male host. He goes, "Can you stop stroking the chocolate?" <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's running his fingers up and down this what looks like a big black dick. It was hilarious. Um, 
Uh, looks like the fine daddies might uh, find their place into Saturday Night Live there. Ah. Uh, very funny. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mass Singer this week. They unveiled two people. It was Genuine, who I guess is a rapper or R&B. Oh, yeah. Or something. yeah. Okay. And the second one was Sebastian Bach, who was from some rock group in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and both were really good singers. So, you know, that's always fun on the mass singer when you're like going, who is this? They're, they're, they got a great voice. Who are they? Yeah. Huh. So, okay. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, I saw Stavros Hawkus, fat rascal. He's this heavy comedian and he's on Netflix right now. And I hated it and Brian loved it. Yeah. So. Just take that as you will. I just, uh, I didn't think he was that funny. Um, I hated that he laughed at all his own jokes. Um, And, uh, you know, I don't mind if you're kind of giggling, but, you know, it was like he'd say the joke and he would laugh at himself. And it was just like, no, you're not supposed to laugh. You're supposed to be, you know, I I always, I always hate that when, when comedians are like, that's like watching a play and, uh, you know, and somebody saying, a, a, you know, something funny in a play and then the whole cast laughing at them. Yeah, the the modern laugh track. Yeah. Just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and realized <laughs> how much I hate that show. I, I think this is only my second time actually watching it all the way through because mm. uh, I hated wow. it the first time. And and then uh, and I, I I've seen like clips from it, you know, here and there. But, uh, you know, usually just anything with Chevy Chase is a, immediately a turn off. Yeah. Um, That's so, the only thing of his that I actually liked, I think. Yeah. Um, I saw the new Candy Cane Lane over on um, Prime. Uh-huh. Seriously, why is Prime even a thing? They have got little and nothing ever. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, this was okay. I mean, it's it's cute. It's got uh, Eddie Murphy, Tracy Ellen Ross, Ellis Ross. Um, it's uh, and then the girl from uh, uh, Twenty One Jump Street Part Two. Um, oh, Robinson. Oh no, I don't know that. No, no, no. The 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 girl that was in the the sequel Twenty uh, Twenty Two Jump Street, and um, she's the heavy actress. Well, she's not heavy. She's chubby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of her name um but she played the villain in it and and she plays the villain all the time but i i guess uh, playing the villain is more fun than playing the the heroine so why not um i watched genie which is the new melissa mccarthy offering on peacock where she plays a genie who helps some guy figure out what what's wrong with his life and um and that was okay i watched scrooged with bill murray over well, I, I think I watched it on Paramount Plus. It was over there. Um, always like that. I hate the ending, but I love everything else. Um, Good Burger 2. Sean wanted to watch Good Burger 2. I should have said no, but I didn't. Um, and oddly enough, the the um, bad guy in this one is the girl from 22 Jump, St- Jump Street. The same girl who was the villain in Candy Cane is the villain in Good burger too. So good for her. She's getting a lot of work. Um, mm-hmm. Then I watched uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the original one. And uh, 
And and it's weird because I watched that one and I watched It's Wonderful Life and I forced myself to watch them. I didn't, you know, spend time cruising through my iPad or my phone watching, you know, half ass. I watched the shows. They still are really, really good shows. Yeah. Um I watched The Exorcist Believe, Believer. That's the one with the two girls that end up with the uh they getting possessed and they have a double elimination, so to speak, during the show. So um, it was, uh, I uh, it was okay. It didn't hold my attention really well, but I I still finished it, and it was it was enjoyable. Ellen Burstyn's in it, and she was really good in it. Um, and there, the, the cast was fine. It's just, it's another Exorcist movie following the Exorcist story. I don't mind exorcist stories as long it, it's they're trying to complete the uh william friedkin 73 exorcist and i don't think they need to do that but they did have what happened was ellen burston was playing the same character she did in 73 she's written a book so she's become the authority on uh the authority secondhand authority let's say on exorcisms so um she's not holding the bible but she's listening at the door um, I saw, um, let's see, uh, where am I? Oh, Mary Poppins, uh, the stage version this week. Wow. Um, it's on, uh, YouTube and it is, whew, boy, I, I, I don't like Mary Poppins. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I like elements of Mary Poppins, but mm-hmm. you know, when Disney brought out Mary Poppins in 1964 and it was, you know, like over two and a half hours long, that should have been something right there that people should have said, wow, why is it good? That's a long time for kids to sit still. And it was, I remember. Um, and um, in this musical version, they've added more songs, God help us. And they're not memorable at all. Uh, they've, uh, and and they've turned just about every fucking song in that show into a musical dance, a big dance number where the whole cast comes in, you know, and ugh, ugh. And and Brian said, well, was it community theater? Was it like high school or something? And I said, well, it was. It seemed better than community theater, but um, not quite the road tour. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of kind of in that that area, that that gray area there in the middle. So the acting was fine. The sets were minimal, but they were fine. Um, but you know, when you have a dance number to feed the birds. You've got too many dance numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and um and overall, it was ugh. oh oh super califragilistic was done like YMCA. So califragilistic they spelled out the whole fucking song over and over again. And and I'm sure that's great for an uh, audience sitting at, uh, in the audience, but at home it's just like, oh my god! If I had a gun, <laughs> if I only had a gun, that's why we need better gun control. Yeah, it shows like that. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so Michael Rappaport at the uh, punchline this week live. Uh, um, he uh, his two opening acts. One was DJ Santos, who we've seen before, and we really like him. Uh, There's a um, a black comedian. She uh, she was the host. She started out. She was excellent as well. Uh, and Michael Rapport was ridiculously funny. Um, he's kind of got the 
the uh, Richard Lewis, you know, um, Richard Lewis has a tendency. Um, it's I'm trying to think of what that term is when it sounds like you're 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 just talking and thinking at the same time. Um, something of motion. No, um, fuck, I can't remember the term, but it's where conscious. Uh, you're 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 kind of flowing with your consciousness. You're just kind of streaming with that and 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 um and so he kind of did the same thing uh but they're both jewish and it's the jewish ranting about uh you know oh my you know just the the guilt and this and that that very funny very funny um enjoyed him a lot uh and then finally uh we you know because we're just finishing up cougar i mean um true blood so we're going to go back to cougar town and back Ah. to big mouth we've been off them for about probably uh three or four months so we'll be back to them on a regular basis too so um other than that i think that's about it for me um did i was there something that we both did that i um i haven't caught up on survivor okay Um, i have not finished the golden bachelor okay um squid games we talked a little bit about and then we'll we'll when you finish that and then uh i i think we've both been watching episodes of the santa claus tv show yeah and isn't it all there now uh it may be i started watching it last night and i think i'm up to i i just started episode four okay i think that's where i am too yeah um so far i'm 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 enjoying it i don't dislike it um i i yeah, but man, I think there are so many lines. elephants and uh, elephants elements in this. They gave too many storylines to too yes, many people. Yes, I will agree with that. A half hour show, and you've got uh-huh. one, two, every character has their own thing. Four, five. Mm-hmm. You've got five or six six storylines because you got the the black elf and his girlfriend. Uh, that's another storyline. So that's six storylines all going at the same time in a 30 minute and they've got six episodes. I think they're doing total. That's too much. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally agree that in the, the lead female elf, they've all but written her out of the show, mm-hmm. uh, which is, is sad because she's like, she's the best thing in it. Frankly, um, Tim Allen seems like he's phoning it in that, that, uh, the the black elf and that's only because i cannot remember the the elf's name because that actor I, I you know, i've know. seen him in, i've seen him in other stuff and he's actually good but in here it's he's not horrible so yeah. i i would like to see that other stuff because i'm like all i'm thinking of is who is he related to to get this gig but maybe he just doesn't do this well because oh oh it's bad um yeah, and but I love the bad Santa, the Eric Stone Street. Absolutely, he does that wonderfully. Um, I love the the witch. Mm-hmm. She's from Just Shoot Me. Yeah. Uh, she's great. Uh, they've got some really great talent. Even Mrs. Claus, even though she's played down to a little bit more of a Willow the Wisp in this one, but she's a great actress. So, I mean, it's got talent. Even the kids are decent for what they're given. They're good. But 
Oh, no. The black actor, his name is Devin Bright. And oh. he's, by the way, the fourth person listed on the cast list. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. surprised. Uh, um, and I'm looking through here. He was in Scream the Series. Um, what have I seen? Oh, maybe I haven't seen him anything else. I I didn't recognize him last year when I looked him up for anything he'd done. Let me look and see if it says he's related Raised by two loving parents, but they don't say who they That's are. Good. That's uh, good. Two loving parents. Oh, wait, wait. And then she started acting and soon earned co-starring. Okay, no, they don't say whose parents are. But, you know, they're saying that he was getting jobs with Sean Astin and Sherry Shepard and Irwin Brothers film. And, uh Yeah. Well, you know, maybe he's one of those that just there's some roles that fall flat for him. But yeah. this one, maybe it's the the role because you have to be really smart to play stupid. And well, he's only fifteen, too, by the way. Oh well, okay, I will give him that too. Yeah, but so he's he's um, the he fifth person well listed. in the role. I'm sorry. He just doesn't fit well in the role. Yeah. No, I agree. It's just uh, something's missing from his his, you know, he's he's acting differently than everyone else in the cast. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not fit in. Yeah, because yeah. I I've, I've had that where uh, it's actually happened to me where I was in an all a cast of all method actors, and I'm not a method actor. Yeah, and it's not that I didn't I stood out in the thing, but there was definitely a conflict between me and the other actors because they didn't like the way I I approach things. Right. It was, it was weird. But uh, huh. it definitely makes a difference. It does. It does. It 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 almost feels like he's in a high school play and everybody else is in a TV show. So um but I still don't think it is is bad and I think that if you want just a fun little holiday something to watch that's that's a good one. Um so there's that. Uh and then okay so I went to Old Navy yesterday and and I was uh Christmas shopping because trust me the only thing I can get there is like socks. Um but uh I was looking through the clearance rack, trying to find some gifties, and my ring fell off. And of course, had to do this whole semicircle as I'm following it, right under a display where I could not get myself down to get it. So I had to go. I, I was standing there waiting for uh, Ouija to come back from trying on a shirt. And Wait, did you just try it on in the middle of the place. I would think so, but no, he goes in the dressing room. He's one of those people that has to go to the dressing room and try everything on. And I'm usually there for 20 minutes feeling like I'm holding my wife's purse. Uh, but he, and then he didn't come back. So finally I got a, a nice young assistant. They all seem to be like 12 and so thin. Um and she got my ring for me and I was very happy. And then I stood there for another five minutes or so before I decided to just look at my social media, waiting for him to try on this stupid shirt. And I get a text from him going, oh, it, I like the shirt. So I bought it. I'm I'm going to the store next door. Seven minutes before I was pissed. 
especially since I wanted to go to the store next door too. But so anyway, then I had to stand in line, check out, get out there. He's already done in the other store. And I'm looking at him like, I want to slap his titties off. Anyway, so that's the ring story. Uh, oh, I that's that. It's a terrible story. But has Sean ever done that to you? What? Like just left you standing, standing there, and like gone out to the car, and you don't know about it, and you're standing there waiting for him. Yeah, he wanders around all the time. Oh, that drives me nuts. I would have been. I was so. Ugh. Anyway, and I guess I should have given him that. He texted, but my phone just didn't tell me right away. But still, irritating. <sighs> okay, so moving on. Uh, I have been Christmas decorating, and I'm still not done. And I still have my main tree to put up, but I have almost all my little trees already done. And they're just looking lovely. And um, I'm really pushing myself. I'm like, maybe it... Mm, 65%, 70% into that holiday spirit that we all like to, we aspire to get to. Anyway, but when I came home yesterday, <clears throat> I watched uh, The Waltons, The Homecoming, because that's, that's one of my, like, okay, I'm kicking off the season. This is one of my start movies. And uh, so I watched like the first. 15 20 minutes of it and then it started getting into the parts that i'm like uh so i jumped to the next part that i like and watched that and then it started getting into another crazy part i'm like no i don't want to sit through the church scenes so then i jumped to the so i i watched most of it but i did not watch all of it i think i cut probably a good 35 40 minutes of it out um and uh yeah but i had to see you know Elizabeth get the doll with the broken face and say, oh, it's dead. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and then Mama, every time she had a bipolar meltdown, I had to watch that one. Jabba, you get that whiskey out of here. Mama. Oh boy, are you up there jacking off in your bedroom? Yes, she does. Oh, I know. I was expecting her to yell that out. But then when she did the egg... Oh. The, the thing, and he's like mama it's eggnog and she's like she looks like oh i'm coming back from my my trip into walla land oh anyway so it's very fun all right and of course my kickoff movie uh which i watched others but you know i did finally watch christmas with the cranks and Honestly, I do sit there when I watch that, and usually I'm rapping or decorating or something, and I'm thinking the whole time, man, those townspeople are fucking assholes. Why don't they just leave them alone? And then by the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, that guy is a fucking asshole. Why didn't he just buy the tr <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's it's one of those movies. All right. Um, I also watched Merry Happy Whatever, which is a limited series on Netflix, and it's basically a holiday series. It has like Dennis Quaid and um, yes. a number of what? Oh, wait, Dennis Quaid. Okay, this yeah, is yeah. You, Quaid you, one. you watched it, I think, the first year. Yeah, I thought you were talking of uh, the other one with Dennis Leary. Oh. They both have Christmas Christmas series. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but this one I've watched. This is the third year in a row I've watched it. And I, I like it. I 
actually the first year, I think I liked the lead more than anyone else. And this year I was like, eh, maybe she shouldn't marry him. I like the lead less than everybody else, but it's still, it is a fun little series and it's on Netflix. So if you put it on like 1.25 speed, it's even more fun. Okay. Um, I watched some more of the cool kids. This is, uh, of course, the uh, the Vicky Lawrence and uh, the the series that came out several years ago and only lasted one season, which it should have gotten more seasons because it was really good. Um, and it's just fun sometimes to have on in the background. Also, I watched the two, the special two and three of Doctor Who, which is on Disney Plus. Uh, and this is the one with David Tennant and Catherine Tate who reprise their roles. And it is, they're so fun. Oh my gosh. I could do, I could have 10 more series of these and just not still, still not have enough. Um, it was so good. The second episode was brilliant. And then the third one, which um, at the end introduces the new Doctor Who. Um, who is from sex education and uh, he, he comes in and then he will be the one that is doing in the Christmas special that will uh, happen in a, a couple weeks. And it's just wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. And even when I thought at the end, they were going to let me down, they didn't. So it's, it's brilliant. Um, especially if you love who in any way, I think you will love these. And then I did get to go to the theater and see The Hunger Games, the ballad of songbirds and snakes. And trust me, there are a fuck ton of snakes in this. And if you have snake phobia, yeah, you are going to be kind of creeped out. So just saying. Um, I will say that the first half of the movie was really good. And I was like, wow, they they did a good job with this. They didn't let me down. Then the next fourth of the movie, uh, I was like, wow, they're wrapping this up really good. It's a little slower than I'd like, but and it kind of went uh, OK, like whatever. And then you realize there's like another fourth of the movie left to watch. And you're like, dear God, is it over yet? Um, but it's not. And they tried to go like all esoteric and thoughtful and, you know, let's let's watch this character crumble so that he thought he was going to be a good person. But then it turned out that he's not a bad person, but maybe they aren't really good people or bad people. Maybe they're being the best. Who gives a shit? Just end the movie. Um, so, yeah, there's that. I would say that if you liked the other Hunger Games, you definitely want to go see this. And if you thought the other Hunger Games were like, eh, wait for video or, or video, wait for streaming. Well, uh, I, yeah, I thought what you said to me was funnier. Um, oh, yeah. I'll go read ahead. it. You, yeah, said, you said, well, the first half was good. Then it dragged. And then by hour 10, I was like, is this over yet? <laughs> That's pretty much how it felt. That's funnier. Yeah. You have just, you should have plagiarized yourself there uh well it did because uh, that and especially i had to pee for like the last hour the movie started at like 12 and we got out of there after three no oh yeah 
Because of previews, yeah. Because of previews, yes. But still, I was just like, son of a bitch. Every time you thought, seriously, it was like, okay, that's the end. That's either the end or they're wrapping it up in five minutes because there's no more story to motherfucker. And then there'd be more. So, yeah. There was no need for the more. A little editing, it, it would have been. But I, I will tell you that the first half of the movie was very compelling and like this is what i wanted to see anyway all right time for some advice and this comes from miss manners are you ready i know you are <clears throat> for about a decade my partner and i made special homemade packages for tr of treats for about a dozen households at holiday time they have varied slightly over the years, but usually include nuts, candies, and baked goods. Sometimes a brownie, uh, a, some brownies, a cake, or cookies. This year, I used a different flour that included the salt and baking powder, saving some time on measuring ingredients. I was the first to admit, well, this product worked fine for the cake, but the cookies and the little made them a little less tasty somehow. Well, we we mailed them out as usual. Okay, come on, people. There we go. Uh, <clears throat> as usual, and we thought the difference was negligible. Well, apparently it wasn't. At least two recipients thought so, and let us know that the items weren't up to their usual standards. Coincidentally, these are two of the households who have never sent us any kind of gift or even a card at any time of year. I want to stop sending to these two next year, as I've been wanting to cut down lately anyway. My partner wants to ignore it and proceed as usual. Is it too vindictive to stop, or am I within my rights to do so? All right. My response is, dear Nephi, no. <laughs> Tom's reaction on the video. All right. Anyway, uh, I, yeah, I don't see any reason that you need to send them anything. If I mean, if you've gone years and years and they don't send you anything and you really are cutting down, you're muted. Yeah. As soon as you, as soon as you are taking your good deed and turning it around to expect something else from giving, stop it. Yeah. Nobody, nobody needs your fucking gift if it means that it's going to cause you this kind of pain. Well, I, I I don't necessarily disagree, but I am saying that, yeah, that's just fucked up. I mean, uh, you know, because even though, you know, somebody's complained, um, which you shouldn't, Number one. Right. So, but you know what? The fact is, if your response is going to be anger, then you got to stop it. It's not worth it for either side. Because you know what? Next year, you're just going to wait for someone else to complain, and you, you're you're stirring it with. You're not stirring. You're not making things with love anymore. You're making them with with deceit oh, and, and revenge and hatred and. Terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, it's no, stop. It's the love that makes them feel taste good. 
All I will have to tell this person is that whatever whatever you say by sending from the not sending from those other persons, you are free to send to me because regardless of the cookies not being that great or the cake tasting, you know, a little bit cheaper, I will still eat it. That's just how I roll. Oh, you're so brave. Oh, I'm giving or I'm taking, depending. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, I do what you want. It's your life. All right. <laughs> Let's see what Miss Manners had to say. As you cannot guarantee a better cookie next year, although Miss Manners has faith in you pulling it together, I it would be thoughtful to spare these discerning recipients another subpar experience. Rather than being vindictive, this can be your excuse if the cookie's whereabouts are questioned. Of course, you may also take the high road, but if the results in getting if this results in getting reprimanded again, Miss Manners permits you to tell your partner you told them so. All right. Well, that was boring. Well, let's see. Moving on. <clears throat> hey, Chubbs. And this comes from our listener, Timothy. Hey, Chubbs, do you like crafty gifts? Crafty gifts? Crafty gifts. Um, I mean, it really, I mean, I don't mind a crafty gift. It just depends on, you know, I mean, is it is it going to be something... You know, is it going to be shit? Is it going to be garbage? If it's going to be garbage, then what do you do with it? That's the. the I mean, I love crap. I, I love when people make shit. I, mm-hmm. I, I do. Um, like you got me the Barry Manilow thing. Yes. And mm-hmm. and you know something you made and it was awesome. But but in the same sense, if somebody gave me a drawing, something, something, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and and it's horrible. I yeah, I'll take it and I will be polite about it and I won't complain to Miss Manners about it. Um <laughs> but I will, you know, the back of my mind will be like, oh God, what am I getting next year from? <laughs> um, yeah. But I won't it won't be something I'll share publicly. Right. Yeah. But you'll hear yeah. it. I I like crafty gifts, but I, it's kind of the same thing. If somebody does something like my uncle makes uh, dream catchers and they're actually very beautiful, something like that, that somebody made, I think I would love something sure. like that. Um, but, uh, or like something that may not be, you know, uh, my, my, my friend Shafina, um, her kids, they, they drew paint, you know, uh, made a card for me and it was a big rainbow card and everything and it, it's scribbles and crayons but I love it but it was kids and you know it's art and it's wonderful and it's on my wall and I love it but Miss Bacon oh should I tell this I think so Miss Bacon no this isn't a bad thing painted me like a couple like really neat little like she recreated bitmojis and with paints on a canvas and they were fabulous and I have them and I'm keeping them forever. So, I mean, things like that, I absolutely love it. But there are times when somebody's crafty doesn't exactly go the way they were supposed to. Oh, that reminds me. I finally got my first Bromo card this year. Um, Miss, uh, uh, well, I'll name her. Okay. So Christine, Christina Hill, 
from the uh, Greetings from Nowhere podcast, uh, she sent out um, some uh, cards that Ricky Burton from Foul Monkeys made, and, and she sent one to me, and it is an absolutely beautiful card, really super well made, and uh, I love it, and it's on my wall. So things like that, I love. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm really fine with with most stuff. You know, especially, you know, crafty also means baked goods, too. So that's oh, fine. Yeah, any of that. I just, um, you know, just I don't give me something I, I need to put up. It has to show. <laughs> yes. you know, it, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm very p- particular on certain things. And yeah. 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 OK. Uh, hey, Chubbs. Uh, this is from Timothy as well. Do you believe in hypnotism? I do, but I've never had it. I've never had it done to me, so I can't say that I've seen it work or had it work. Yeah, same. I, I do believe in it absolutely, and I do believe it's a great tool for for some people. But I have not had it done to me. Okay, at least that I know. Of. What's in your lunchbox? Well, Mister Moose responded. He wrote in. He said, "This is what's in my box." Uh, and it was chicken tenders again, but this time I cooked them. Oh, oh, he, this time I cooked them. Emphasis on the right words. Uh, brined in buttermilk, seasoned with ranch dressing powder or power. Powder. powder. I, I think that's powder. In panko breadcrumbs, orida curly fries. Oh, Mr. Moose, that's wonderful. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, but I've been I've I've discovered this um, through Spiceology. There's a a um, it's, it's a Nashville hot chicken seasoning. <laughs> so oh. it's just it's a spicy uh, red seasoning. You know, so it's got paprika and it's got probably um, um, uh, uh, you know like uh, what's the name of cayenne in it. And mm-hmm. but it's it's not overly hot, but it's also not sweet. And I've been using it on my chicken strips a lot. Actually, I put it on chicken. I put it on pork. I made, put it on shrimp. And it's been excellent. So uh, I've been really excited about that. And I'm looking at these strips because that's what I had for lunch, thinking I wished I had these strips. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. This looks good. Yeah. And I, I've seen people using the uh, the ranch powder before. Oh, that yeah, that's kind of cool. And oh, by the way, I did want to uh, send a call out to Moose because um, I know that he likes to do ten thousand steps a day, uh, mm-hmm. and and I'm up to I'm uh, I'm up to uh, averaging about six to eight thousand a day. So uh, I'm I'm trying to get up there and and be up there where he's at. So just kind of uh, you know he's he's inspiring me. Just kind of want to very cool. That's very throw that cool. Yeah. Let's talk about pizza. Well, uh, Pizza Babe was an early podcaster. Oh, wait, no. Uh, It's Pizza Friday. An everything pizza, sausage, beef, ham, pepperoni, green pepper, mushroom, olive, and a Broadway, uh, a Brooklyn crust. Wow. It looks really good. I I would like that. I would like that very much. I've got something at the door I've got to get. Hold on. Okay. Keep going. Wait, I'm next. Damn it. Okay. Uh-uh. 
Anyway, yes, Tom does have a, a little bit of something to talk about here. But in the meantime, let's get this out of the way. Golden Rule Services want you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV infection. To learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. And I have decided that I am going to make, uh, well, I'm not going to make, uh, but lumpia. Um, I bought some at the store in a package. And I am going to be bringing that to, to Tom's party. Now, oh, Tom's back. Hello. Okay. So now Tom does have something in the lunchbox to tell you about. Yeah. Um, well, it's been so cold that um, twice this week already um, we have been, uh, Sean and I have been over to our favorite uh, Vietnamese restaurant to get pho. Oh. And, and this is the, if this is the, it's technically not the pho. It's, this is the wonton soup. Cause I'm not a big fan of the fish sauce the, ah. the, in the, in the, in, that they have in the pho broth. Mm. And this one comes with uh, baby bok choy uh, slices of pork, um, wontons and mm. noodles. It's just packed mm. and it's hot and it's, I have, and usually I'll put like a hot oil over it cause I'm heavy into the hot oil and the crispies right now. Mm. And, uh, some soy just to give up the salt. Uh, but yum, this is, and it's so, it's, it's amazing. You go and have one of these bowls and you're warm for hours and hours and hours. So, um, yeah, uh, that, and like I said, uh, we had gone, we went uh, Saturday uh, before the show because we weren't going to eat until after the show. And then yesterday he comes home after going to his cryo uh, and goes, hey, uh, let's go get pho. And I'm like, oh, pho a second time. And then and then he's like, I know. And I go, I'd rather have tacos. And he's like, okay. And so we got dressed and get in the car and he drove us to pho huh. and it's wow. like i go so we're having pho and he goes was that what we decided on and i go no that's what you decided on but <laughs> i'm fine with it we also get crispy egg roll with it and they've been not so lovely yeah this this looks really good it's been a, a while since i've had anything like that all right well find tom's tv and yeah, that was that was out of left field. That was that was a major callback. Yeah. Time find Tom's other podcast at swatterandjud.com. Find my books at justkisstheguy.com. Find all our links at allmylinks.com slash Chubbs Gone Wild. And give us a call at 408 69 Chubbs. Yes, Queen. Now I'm gonna go take my temperature. <laughs> Oh, the anal thermometer? Uh, no. Those are, no, no. Those are the old kind. I have one of those guns that you just point at your head and, and it goes bleep and then shows oh. you the temperature. Yeah. Well, that's not as much fun. I have one of those things that you put on the end of your finger and it tells you like your pulse and your oxygen point and everything. Yeah. You no, know, I, I got these for like $3, $3 and $6 from Timu and they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love my Timu. I'm glad, you know, it's yeah. I've, uh, I've got lots of beads. Huh. <laughs> Anal. Oh, do they have those too? 
quite honestly, I would not be surprised. Because as long as it's, they're okay, you can rinse them off and throw them into the dishwasher. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, thank you all for joining us, and we will catch you in a week. Bye. Bye. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a For Fuck's Sake production.